0: You're listening to the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids Weekly Leader Training. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Gospel Project for Kids Weekly Leader Training podcast. I'm Maggie Bertram, and today I'm joined by Suzanne Burnett. Hey, Suzanne. Hey, hey, Maggie. How are you today? I am so good because I'm here with you recording these Aww, podcasts for all of our kind. people. What the listeners don't know is that this is either our second or third time to try and record (laughs) even just this section, just for full transparency. But we're feeling good about this one. So good. (laughs) (laughs) On this episode, we are talking about unit 28, session three, Jesus forgave Peter. And that is found in John 21. So Suzanne, what are we talking about in this session? Sure, so at this point in our timeline,
1: Jesus has appeared to his disciples twice. First, he appeared to 10 of the disciples in Jerusalem. Then eight days later, he appeared to Thomas. We learned that even though Thomas doubted that Jesus is alive, after seeing Jesus for himself, he believed. Jesus told Thomas that those who don't see him and still believe are blessed. And so this week, kids will read about the third time Jesus appeared to his disciples and how he forgave Peter.
0: All right why don't we start to talk about some of the activities that might need a little extra prep or a little extra instruction so suzanne why don't you start us off with our preschool activities
1: so this week there is an activity in the older preschool leader guide and it's called read and slice bananas and so what leaders will be doing is they'll use a toothpick to write words on the skin of the banana the unpeeled banana and it will brown. And so then the words will appear on the banana. But in order for this to work, Maggie, it needs to be done at least an hour before class. If you do it right, then it's not going to work. Yes. It's so fun. It's so fun. So you'll want to do it before the kiddos get there or when they get there, you can do it at the beginning. You could even have, maybe let them help write the words and then set those bananas aside. And then at the end of the session, you can reveal what they look like. That would be kind of cool too for them reveal. to do. Yes. And then they get to peel them and they'll, they're, they get to eat them, which is always exciting. So post that allergy alert for any kids that may be allergic to bananas, but the kids will get to slice those with plastic knives, or you could use craft sticks. If you have some softer bananas that they can that they could just slice those and eat them. And then for preschool worship, there's an activity called make a fish mosaic. And so in your leader guide, it says guide children to dab some glue on different tissue paper squares and then stick them to their fish. But the more I thought about it, I feel like it's going to be easier for preschoolers to take that glue stick and cover their fish first and then put the tissue paper Mm -hmm. squares on it. Or another option is they could paint liquid glue on the fish and then cover it with the tissue paper squares. I feel like if you're looking, especially if you have younger preschoolers,
0: one of those two options may work better for you than the one at a time. Those are good points. I'm still on the reading bananas though. I'm just thinking about how fun it's going to be for those preschoolers to tell their families after session that they got to read a banana. That's
1: right. And they're going to be so confused, especially when they find their, their kids, like with bananas at home,
0: like writing on them. Yes. That is fun. (laughs) We can pass secret messages via banana now.
1: Banana phone.
0: (laughs) All right. For our younger kids, there is an activity called forgiven wristband. And if you don't want to use a wristband or if you don't have them available, kids could also create a key tag instead of doing the wristband or the bookmark that's suggested in the leader guide. For older kids, there's an activity called Restored, and so this involves cleaning pennies, and depending on how dirty the pennies are, this activity may require more than the five minutes mentioned in the leader guide for the pennies to be cleaned. So you might consider allowing the pennies to sit throughout the session, sort of like the bananas, and then do a reveal and close the session by finishing the activity and reminding kids that through Jesus, we are forgiven as he washes away our sin. I love any of those activities oh, yeah. where kids are getting to see it's a, great a transformation. Visual. I think that's going to be a really great connection for them. And for kids' worship, there is a game called Sticky Person, and this is going to be a very fun game because it involves wrapping tape sticky side out around a kid's torso, arms, and legs. Now, just a word to the wise... If that kid happens to be a girl with long hair, ouch! be careful, like maybe choose a different yeah. kid, right? As someone who <laughs> yeah. has long hair, I don't particularly like to get taped near it, but it is going to be a fun activity. They're going to be sticking balloons to the tape. So it's going to be a great one, but just be cognizant of who you're choosing to be the sticky person. All right. Let's start to finish out this episode and talk about what we are excited about for this session. You know, I feel like this whole unit is a picture of how Jesus responds with grace and kindness to our human struggles. This week, we are reminded that Peter betrayed Jesus, but that that wasn't the end for Peter. Jesus still had great plans to use Peter to build the church and ultimately build God's kingdom. And what a great encouragement for us that our failures, our difficulties, our weaknesses don't eliminate us from God's plan and they don't negate God's work in our lives, You know, this is an important truth for not only kids to learn and remember, but also for us to remember. Yes,
1: absolutely, Maggie. And, you know, as I was reading this story, you know, this was a story we had at VBS this summer. If our listeners, if you did twists and turns, you know, we did the life of Peter and I'm embarrassed to say this, but I'd never realized that Peter experienced the same miracle twice. Did you realize that Maggie? I mean, I
0: no, I I remember thinking about it when I was teaching BBS, it was sort of a similar realization of like, oh, absolutely, absolutely amazing. And so I thought that that was so amazing
1: and that it reminds me, you know, of Peter's original mission that Jesus gave him was to go and fish for people. But now that mission has grown and has involved into caring for and feeding his sheep. So you just, you see the growth of Peter from the beginning up into this point. And, you know, you're right, Maggie, that, you know, Peter, he made some wrong choices, just like we do, yet Jesus still pursued him and God's plan
0: prevailed. That is, that is so true. God's plan always prevails. Praise the Lord for for that. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We hope you have found it helpful as you prepare to teach the gospel project for kids in preschool. Thanks for listening to this week's leader training for the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids. For more resources to help you focus your ministry on the Gospel, please visit gospelproject.com.